Hey guys, it's RJ and Angie, and this is the Rich by Intention podcast. Our guest today is Jade Warshaw. Jade serves as a debt elimination expert, financial coach, and co-host of The Ramsey Show. After paying off $460,000 of debt with her husband, Jade has been helping others achieve financial peace. As a co-host of The Ramsey Show, Jade helps people pay off debt by teaching them to shift their mindset and actions around money. In this episode, we discuss Jade's career transition from entertainer to personal finance expert at Ramsey Solutions, how to get out of your comfort zone and take action, and the advice she would give to others who are feeling helpless right now in today's economy. As always, thank you for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rich by Intention for money tips and inspiration. Hey, Jade, so good to have you on the podcast. Well, thank you guys for having me. It's been a while since we last talked, so it's good to, to hear you guys again. I know. I should say it's good to have you on the podcast again. Yes, yes. You're our <laughs> first two-timer on the podcast, so this is a milestone. Yeah, no, oh, we're, wow. ex- <laughs> we're excited to have you on for the second time. I know last year you were a part of, you and your husband were actually a part of our couple series in the month of February where you guys talked about, you know, you guys laid so many gems for our audience. And I think it's like one of our best episodes, right? Because people just resonated with your story so much. But you talked about how you paid off, I think it was like $460,000 of debt. Yes, girl. Yes. $460,000 of debt. I always say it's suspiciously close to half a million dollars. Oh my gosh. Crazy. I know we're going to get into it. (laughs) We're going to get into that. But, you know, before we dive in, Can you just tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Because we know you already, but tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I am a former entertainer. I was in entertainment for 15 years as a vocalist and also uh, owner of a talent agency with my husband. And in 2020, we decided to kind of shift and, and see what else was out there, as many folks did. And I started leaning heavily towards personal finance. And from there on, I decided to leave the entertainment side of things and go fully into personal finance. And that path led me to Ramsey Solutions, which a lot of folks know. Um, they know Dave Ramsey, Rachel Cruz, those folks. And we just you know, decided to fully pursue that. We moved from Florida to Tennessee and my husband still runs our entertainment business. And now I do full-time personal finance and podcasting and you know, content creation and all that kind of stuff. So Total, total career shift there. (laughs) Wow, that is so exciting. I mean, the last year, I'm sure, has just been a whirlwind for you. It has. You know, 2020 took place. And as many folks did, you know, I was in entertainment. So, you know, specifically in the cruise industry. And so that was the first thing to shut down and the last thing to open up. So I had a lot of time to really sit and think, okay, what do I want to do? And it was really clear to me. I was like, you know what? The things that I'm good at are music and money. And so it made sense to kind of start exploring that. And I did. I started uh, with the Instagram platform and was trying to grow that. And that's like actually how I met you guys. I just saw you guys on. I think we started following each other. And, you know, that's how we got to, to know each other there. But it was the path to getting to Ramsey Solutions. It was a lot of interviews, a lot of meetings, a lot of talking, a lot of prayer. <laughs> and here we are two years later. So. Take us through the moment where like, you know, they 
ran to these solutions is like, hey, we want to extend the offer. We want you to be a personality. Like, take us through you and your husband's journey because the decision obviously was, you know, you were in Florida, so you had to move as well. So just take us through that journey and that process of like ultimately pivoting from what you were already successful at doing before with the talent agency. Yeah. So honestly, it's funny because they, you know, my husband and I had always coordinated Financial Peace University classes, which is basically a class uh, for folks to help get their money in line and build wealth ultimately. And so we were Ramsey listeners and we, you know, that was the method we used to pay off our debt and all that stuff. So we were kind of plugged in already to their newsletters and some emails and things like that. And so an email came through that was like, hey, we're hiring for personalities. And I was like, ooh, that that's cool. And Sam was like, hey, I think that you should apply for that. So I applied and they got back to me immediately. And they were like, well, hey, we're doing this event that we do every year. It's for influencers. Why don't you come to that? And you can get to know, you know, get to know us better, get to know other folks. And during that event, they really pour into you and kind of help you build your brand as well. And so I did that. And when I was at the event, that's really where it really clicked in me. Like, I I really want to pursue this personal finance thing. At that point, I didn't know that it was going to be through Ramsey. I just knew that I wanted to do it. So that's when I started trying to build my platform on Instagram. And then the next year, you know, from there to the next year, we had several conversations, several Zoom meetings. And I came back the following year to the same event. And by that time, it was really starting to feel a lot more solidified. And honestly, it didn't feel like interviews. It was just, you know how you just sit and get to know folks. Like you go to dinner and you sit and talk or, you know, you call somebody up on the phone and it's like, hey, what are you doing today? Oh, nothing, just chilling. So it was a lot of just person to person. Hey, we want to know you. And it's not, it doesn't feel formal. And so that's the way that was. And the final kind of meeting, I remember I was sitting with Dave on his back terrace and we we're having bourbon and cigars. And he was like, all right, like, let's do this. And I'm like, yes, let's do this. You know? And so it just really was a very intentional yet somehow very organic way of getting to know people and just seeing if our intentions align and seeing if, if, if it makes sense. And I, I loved that because I've never been in a interview process like that. And so honestly, we kind of took that. My husband he kind of took that and he applies it to our business now. We don't do anything hasty anymore. It's like, we're happy to sit and mull over something for several, several months, you know, just because at the end of the day, you really end up with a good fit and you know that it's works and you know that both both parties are on the same page. And so that's really what that looked like. No, I mean, I think that's, um, wow. Like I, I love that they were so, you use the word intentional in that process, right? To make sure they were finding the right person. And it's Mm -hmm. so funny because I remember when my husband and I, we found out that you became a Ramsey personality. I was like on hiatus from social media (laughs) and I came back on and I saw that you were like, I was probably on YouTube and I'm like, Hey, is that Jade? Like I remember her and my husband and I were like, yes, she is so good for this role. Like we were like, yes, like that is the perfect opportunity for you, you know? And so we were so excited to learn that, you know, someone with your energy and just your, you know, just the way that you put yourself and present yourself to the world, I think they definitely gained, you know, just a great talent in hiring you. So I love that they put so much intentionality behind that whole process. I was going to say, you know, and from my side of it, my encouragement to other folks listening is just when this thing started, I didn't have a ton of followers. I didn't have a ton of platform, but 
the right opportunities will find you and you will find the right opportunities if you just put yourself out there. I think sometimes people get really caught up in platform size and maybe I shouldn't go after this yet. Maybe I have to get to this point and then. And I just want to encourage somebody who's listening that small things start small and like don't despise the day of small beginnings because you never know what it can turn into. So no, and I think that's that's really good advice, especially during this time of just layoffs, right? Like during yeah. this economy, there's a lot of people losing their jobs, lo- losing the ability to feed their families. I was actually impacted by that, you know, not too long ago. So it's very real. So I love that you said, you know, sometimes you do have to put yourself out there. And that's what we encourage our listeners to do, especially whether it's at a job, right? Let's say you're in a place of discontentment with the current mm-hmm. job that you're in. I think that advice still still carries, right? Because you do have to put yourself out there and make your own opportunities. That's something my husband and I always say. You know, sometimes we have sometimes people wait on the sidelines waiting for the opportunity, yeah. but mm-hmm. you do have to put yourself out there. And it sounds like you did just that, right? By going to that event, meeting with the different, you know, personalities at Ramsey Solutions during those influencer events and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you definitely have to put yourself out there in a way that will, you know, just help others see the shininess, if you well, will, yeah. on you. And, and it's funny, Angie, because I think the part that we struggle with, and I'm going to say we, because I think it's all of us, is there is a level of like comfort zone that you feel where it's like, I'm just going to stick in this area because this is what I know. This is what I'm used to. For me, it was, this is what I've always done. And for you know to be honest, it was kind of hard to make that transition because people know you as a certain way. Like everybody who knows me knew me as Jade, the musician, you know, Jade, the, the singer, that side of things. And when I started doing finance stuff, it was not only me having to answer other folks' questions, but now answer my own internal questions, which is like, you know, you all, you feel that imposter syndrome where it's like, can I really do this? Like what qualifies me to be able to, you know, but I say all the time, like your experience in life qualifies you. Anything that you've done, that means just as much as any education that you've had. That means just as much, you know, a man with an experience is never at the mercy of a man with an opinion. And I think that's what we all kind of have to embrace and, and just say, you know what, I got to get out of my comfort zone. It might cause me to have to learn new things. It might cause me to have to answer folks questions or my own questions, but that can't stop me from trying something new and it shouldn't stop me from trying something new. And um, I think that that's just the, the hill that you kind of have to overcome sometimes. Most definitely. The comfort zone is very real for many Girl. people. <laughs> um, and so this is your sign. If you're listening, this is your sign to take that leap, take that first step to get out of that comfort zone. It might be, you know, listening to a new podcast, right? It might be getting a new book, you know, like getting mm-hmm. that book that you've been talking about, right? You know, it might be just creating your first budget, right? Yes. Like whatever that step is for you, just get out that comfort zone, rip the bandaid off and just start start taking baby steps. No pun intended. I love that. Um, <laughs> okay, Jade. So earlier at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about how you and your husband paid off $460,000 of debt. You know, and I think that story alone, I'm sure just resonates and aligns with the Dave Ramsey philosophy so well, right? So mm-hmm. I'm definitely sure that that story just like put you at the forefront when you got the opportunity because it really is such an amazing story. And the beauty of it is that, you know, what makes it even 
even better or sweeter is that you did it with your spouse. And mm-hmm. that's something that RJ and I encourage, we empower, we, we hope to empower couples to just unify with their finances and, you know, just take action together, move towards the same goal in the same direction together. Right. So tell us about how you and your husband very quickly, I know we have a whole episode on it, but you know, just the quick synopsis, how you guys were even able to get on the same page to pay off that, that amount of debt. Yeah. You know, I, I always say like when you hit rock bottom, at, it, it, in some ways, there's only one direction to go and that's up from there. And I think for us, when we realized the extent of our debt, we both knew like there's really no other option here. We either are going to find a way out of this, which is paying that off, or we're going to have a miserable you know, financial existence here. And I think we both knew ultimately at some point we wanted a family and everybody wants to be able to buy a house and everybody wants to be able to, you know, have these milestone accomplishments in their life from a financial aspect, but also let's be honest from an enjoyment aspect. Money is something that allows us to enjoy life in a different way. And so we felt like if we don't pay this debt off, we are not going to be able to enjoy our life in the same capacity than if we do pay it off. And so that kind of was what united us. I said recently in another podcast, you know, I think we are also a little bit blissfully unaware in our relationship that we just both came in so open that we wanted a healthy relationship. We wanted to do something different than maybe the way we grew up. And so I think both of us were just like, hey, let's just do whatever it takes and let's get on it. And so I think we had that working in our in our favor. And we just, I remembered hearing Dave Ramsey back in the day on the radio talking about how to get out of debt. And I told Sam, I was like, Hey, I remember this guy on the radio. Let's try it. So we go to Barnes and Noble. We get the book. It was called the total money makeover. And, uh, we found the radio show and we just, you know, we just started consuming the information. And honestly, a lot of that, you know, the more you read things, the more you listen to podcasts, it starts changing your mind and it starts changing the way you think. And for us, more so than the money amount, it was believing that we could actually accomplish it. And so, you know, once we both were like, hey, I think we can do this. It's going to be a long journey, but let's just go go for the ride. The rest was just riding it out and being committed to sticking to the process for the amount of years. Because like I said uh, briefly earlier, it took us seven and a half years. And there was a lot of sacrifice during that time. It was a lot, you know, you got to get on a budget. And then from there on, you're putting any and all of your extra money on this debt and you're cutting back your lifestyle in a lot of ways. And I think it helped us see that there's other ways to be happy in life, obviously than buying things. There's other ways to find contentment. And we were able to do that for seven years, but at the same time, it also feels good when that's over and you can start to spend your money in the ways that you would prefer to spend your money. Cause that's fun too. So. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, I think that's great advice, right? You know, just I love, I love it because it's when you just said what you said, it made me think about how today, right? Like I hear, it seems like couples today, they want to, they want to meet that person that already has everything, right? They that has mm-hmm. it all together. And I think there's a lot of beauty when you start from nothing together, right? When yes. you kind of just take a step back and you guys have to have, you have this lofty goal together to pay off almost a half a million dollars of debt like you guys. (laughs) And you guys have to kind of go bare bones, right? You kind of have to make sacrifice together. And what I loved when my husband and I were paying off our debt 
it wasn't a half a half a million dollars, but it was six figures, right? Yeah. You know, I love that, you know, just kind of just, you know, stripping down to the bare bones and just, you know, almost being so vulnerable with one another and, mm-hmm. you know, being open and honest with the mistakes that we've made with our finances and, you know, the goals that we want to have for our future, for our future family, you know, I really think it does something for your marriage, right? Like I really do Mm -hmm. think, you know, one of the things that we say when we paid off our debt was it made our communication so much stronger because we were talking about our, the nitty gritty of our finances early and often, like we were on it as soon as we got married. And so I love that you guys just kind of just stripped back got bare bones, did what you had to do, roll up your sleeves together to do whatever you had to do to pay it off in seven and a half years, which isn't easy. No, it's not easy. And I, I agree with you with what you said, because it's true. When you talk about money, money is very close to people's heart. I mean, there's a scripture that's like, you know, where your treasure is, that's also where your heart is. And so when you're willing to share that with your spouse, it is a level of intimacy and it is a level of trust. And it's interesting because there's a lot of couples, I mean, you you and I know there's a lot of couples who they keep their money separate and it's like, hey, you do your thing over here and I'm gonna do my thing over here. And after going through this process with my husband, I'll be honest, I can't even fathom that anymore because it does bring you so much closer together. I'm not saying, you know, for anybody listening, we had our share of arguments. We had our share of fights. We had our share like expectations that each other was not meeting, but it's worth it to go through that journey of conflict so that you do get to this place where you're on the same page. You do get to this place where it's like, hey, ultimately we have the same shared goal, the same shared vision, and we know what we're doing and we're a team. And I think that for folks listening, maybe that maybe they're married and they don't combine their finances. I would really just challenge you to go on that journey and see because the facts, and if, I mean, I hate to get into a whole lot of stats and stuff, but the facts do tell us that couples that combine their finances they do stay to get they're, they're more likely to stay together through the long haul. The stats do tell us that couples that combine their finances, they are happier. And it's interesting when you parallel that with the stats that tell us that divorce, you know, money fights and money problems are the second leading cause of divorce. So we know that there's something that needs to be done where folks are getting on the same page, where they are, you know, on one accord when it comes to their money, and that this is not something that's just kind of oh, like maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. But this is really something that could like majorly impact your marriage, not just your money. My husband always says, you know, one bed, one bank account, right? Yes. Um, so we are definitely huge proponents of joining finances once you are married, you know, and we talk about the steps to get there so that you are in a position, right? So that you do feel that you can share a bank account with your spouse. So definitely... I definitely agree with the stats there. And our whole mission is to, you know, we want couples to stay together and we don't want money to be an issue or a a conflict in, in a marriage. So I love that. And I love your story with your husband. So I guess my question is, because you mentioned Dave Ramsey, as you were paying off your half a million dollars of debt, Uh what does it feel like to come full circle now that you (laughs) are, you were like, I think you said, yeah, we listened to some guy on the radio, that guy on the radio. I think you said to your husband. So what does it feel like now to, you know, go through that journey of over seven years with your husband to now be, you know, a Ramsey personality, just, you know, just kind of just sharing the great lessons and teachings of Dave Ramsey to the masses. It feels surreal. Like there's parts of it that I'm like, man, 
this is, this is crazy. Like the very stuff that we use to change our life, you know, to get to be a part of that for other people. Honestly, you know, I've spent some time thinking about this and it's just, man, nothing is wasted. You know, we go through things in life and sometimes in the moment you think it's just for you or you think that, well, this is just something I'm having to deal with. And man, you never know how that can be used to help other people. You never know uh, what opportunity will arise where you can actually use that struggle. And here we are, you know, my husband, he's just as excited about this Ramsey stuff as I am, even though he doesn't, you know, technically work here or whatever. But I mean, it's just, it is surreal. You know, it's it's crazy to be on the radio show, the Ramsey show, because I remember listening to the, the show thinking, man, you know, because folks are calling in every day talking about, I have this debt, how do I pay it off? You know, that's the premise of the show. And I remember you know, years back, listening to the show, hoping that somebody would call in with the amount of debt that we had, because, you know, back then people were calling in, I have $60,000 of debt. I got 30,000, I got a hundred thousand. And I remember thinking, okay, like, I know it's possible to pay off debt, but I don't hear folks calling in with, you know, 300 and 400 and that kind of debt. And I just remember thinking, okay, like, I would love to hear that. If I could have heard that it would have motivated me so much. And now to be on the show and be that voice because now, I mean, Angie, you know, with student loan debt, folks have six figure debt out the wazoo now. Like that's normal now, you know, to talk to somebody who's got $200,000 of student loans combined with their, I mean, that's normal. And so for me, it's just a gift for me that folks call in and I can tell them like, I've been there. I know what you're feeling. I know the sacrifice you're feeling. I know the frustration you're feeling. I get it when you want to blame, you know, you want to blame everyone. You're like the government. No, we didn't learn this in school. Like I feel that struggle and I hope that it comes across on the show. And I ultimately, I hope that, you know, somebody listening just like I was listens and goes, okay, if she, if she and her husband can do it, I can do it. If she did it, you know, she doesn't have any special education. She didn't go to this amazing college. You know, she grew up in a rural city just like me. You know, there's no edge. I had no edge. And I hope that people see themselves in that because at the end of the day, we're all just regular folks trying to do extraordinary things. And it's possible. I think the word that came to mind as you were speaking was hope, right? And I think today more than ever, many people need hope. And so as you're sharing your story on this platform, as you know, you as people can relate, like you said, to your half a million dollars of debt, right? Because like you said, there are people, there are couples who have multi six figures of debt yeah. or more. And that's very real today. And so, you know, as I as I just think about where we are today in the economy and with the student loan crisis and what have you, you know, what a lot of people need is hope. And so I definitely think uh, Jade, that you're going to give a lot of people that I think a lot of people are going to see themselves in you and in your story, even in your husband. I love that your husband is so supportive of you on this journey. And I think that's great. Right. So I'm just really excited to, to just see what you're going to do. Like I see your videos <laughs> pop up on my feed and I'm like, okay, go girl. You know, Thank because you. people do need to see, they need to see it. Right. Because so often we, we get down on ourselves, right. We're like, wait, like this isn't possible. I mean, I've been a part of forums and I've had to tell people that it's possible to get yourself out of debt. I've been on those calls. I've presented to people where they're like, the government needs to give us this amount of money to pay back our loans and yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
and just sharing my own story and telling people that this is possible if you just create a plan for yourself. You start to see the the brainwaves start going. You start to see the light bulb go off. Like, wait, maybe this is possible. Kind of, you talked about earlier a mindset shift, right? That needed Mm -hmm. to take place. And I think a lot of people just need that. A lot of people just have to, like, like we said earlier, listen to that podcast, open up that book, you know, like take that first step to just really change their family's legacy because you are, you are a perfect example of what's possible, you know, and just the story of you and your husband. And so, like I said, my husband and I, we loved your story so much. We loved just conversing with with you and your husband on that episode last year. And so we'll link it in the show notes um, for those that didn't get to listen to it. But I think we even talked about Dave Ramsey at the end of it. Like, I don't think we recorded it, but we like briefly like, yeah, we like Dave (laughs) Ramsey. Like, you know, his teachings are very helpful. And like, we went on a whole spiel about that, but yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. I do remember that. So excited for you. And so I guess lastly, like what, what advice would you give to that person that is feeling hopeless right now, that is feeling down and out because it's very real right now. And I don't want to light, take light, take that lightly today because it's very real. Millennials can't afford to buy a home. Millennials are being weighed by their debt. They want to start families, but don't feel that they can, right? They want to get married, but for whatever reason, they're putting it off because of finances. So what do you say to those people that are really struggling right now? People can't even afford to buy groceries during this economic climate. So like, what do you say to those people that are feeling feeling the burden of where we are today? That's a great question. I would say that there's always something that each individual can do to positively affect their situation. And sometimes, especially the way the world is, like we're looking for like this external solution. And a lot of times it lies within. And a lot of times it lies within us doing a series of acts that are probably going to take us out of our comfort zone. They're probably going to be uncomfortable. It's probably not going to be convenient, but it's going to cause us to get to that next place that we want to be. And it's that whole idea of, you know, short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. And, you know, when it comes to money, like literally dollars and cents, when it's a math equation and it's like, I have this much money and I don't have enough money to do the things I want to do. A lot of times it's just working through that equation. And it's like, okay, do I need to get my income up? Do I need to find a way to decrease my, my, my expenses? Is it a combination of both? I don't want to make light of that as though some, that's something that just happens in a light switch, right? Sometimes that's a journey for my husband and I, it was a journey to get our income up. We started at 30K. We knew we couldn't stay there because we had a mountain of debt. And it was a seven and a half plus journey to get our income up to where we felt like it needed to be and exceed where we felt like it needed to be. And so for anybody today listening, I would say, look, just start, just start the journey. Start that first thing, whether it's you're not on a budget and you need to get on a budget, whether you're not on a financial plan and you need to get on a financial plan, whether you feel like you just don't have the education surrounding what you need to do, man, Financial Peace University, like get involved with the things that are going to teach you and just start because that once you start and you do one day and then the next, it's, it's a constant everyday choosing to continue on this path. And I tell folks all the time, the time is going to pass anyway. That seven and a half, eight years, it passed regardless. And we could have chose to stay in one spot and go, man, this is overwhelming. It's student loan debt. I'm going to die with this debt. I'm just going to accept it. And we could have been here easily 
today with that same amount of debt, probably even more because of interest. Or you can choose to say, you know what, I'm going to start and I don't know where I'm going to end up, but I'm making it a choice to just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And I can tell you this, when you put one foot in front of the other, the path leads where it needs to go. Every time you go into one door, you see another door. Anytime you open up one window, there's another window and and you will be shocked at how how far you're able to travel. And you'll look back and go, man, I can't believe how far we've come. And that's the way this works. You know, and I think sometimes people get so focused in the moment of the, at the end destination. And they're like, man, the end is so far away. You can't look at it like that. You just got to take one step at a time, one day at a time, you know, keep listening to podcasts like this, because for a lot of us, it's that belief factor. You know, our mind is like, is this really possible? Can I really get ahead? You know, as a millennial, is it really going to be possible for me to ever buy a house? Right. And you're kind of just like stuck in that slightly negative mentality. But the more you listen to podcasts like this, the more you, you know, look at, check your social media outlets. What are they telling you? Are they telling you that it's possible or are they telling you you can't get ahead? You know, check the folks who are speaking into your life because at this stage, Angie, when, when, when it is a lot, when there is inflation and there is, you know, wage issues and there is, when all those things are real, we need folks like you and like I that are telling you, hey, you can overcome this. You can do this. Yes, that's real. Yes, your struggles are very real, but we're telling you there are things that you can do to overcome it. And we believe it. And you and I have both done that. So yes, love it. Love it. No, this was great, Jade. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. We're so excited just to see your journey on this new platform. We know you're going to do great things. We know you're going to impact a lot of people. So we're just so grateful for all that's to come on, you know, with, with Jade. (laughs) Well, thank you. I I'm following y'all's journey too. So this is exciting. I just love, you know, just trying to help these folks. And I think that you guys are making a huge impact, which is why I wanted to be on your show again. (laughs) Of course, of course. We love to have you're always welcome. We really mean that. And so where can listeners find you if they want to keep up with you? Yes. So find me on Instagram. It's my name, Jade Warshaw. I'm on there. It's really me commenting. It's really me in the DMs. You can also find me on TikTok and all those other ones, Facebook. But I'll be honest with you, I'm not in the comments and stuff as much on those. So Instagram is really, if you want to talk to me, that's where that's where you'll find me. <laughs> yes. No, thank you so much, Jade. We're, you know, just so glad. Glad that we could have you back on. And so we'll link everything in the show notes. And, you know, just yeah, we're excited. Thank awesome. you for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Of course, of course. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you like what you heard, hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram at Rich by Intention for money tips and inspiration. Thank you.